Welcome. Today we've got Melissa Redpill, and today we are going to be discussing the uh, solar eclipse, the southern border, and Trump posting immunity several times. What does it mean? And also the Second Amendment. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to my Instagram channel at Nicholas.Veniamin, where you can follow all my daily news reels. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me. How are you and what have you been up to? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm glad to see you. And we're going to uh, talk about some really interesting things today that President Trump has been posting over and over. So I think he wants to draw our attention to that. Plus, I want to tell you uh, guys about what the solar eclipses are making an X in across America. And they're going okay. over th these cities. It's somewhat Connie uh, Anon showed this to me, and I wanted to share it with you guys too. So you ready? Please do. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's not the screen I want to be on. <laughs> I don't know why. I'll be on the right <laughs> It's screen. okay. Okay. All right. So here we are. Uh, this is my website. For those of you who are new up to me, I've, I am uh, the Bible lady. I've been teaching God's word for 40 years. And so I uh, we're looking at how this is biblical, literally what we're experiencing. And so this is a, the end times for these creeps. If you're not familiar with my books, these are the books about end times. It's good news for us and bad news for them. End times for uh, them and a thousand years of peace for us. So check it out. Audiobooks are over here too. So and I thought literally a thousand videos to help you see how this is biblical. All right. So this is what President Trump posted today because in this D.C. court, he uh, is saying that he should have immunity. OK. And so he appealed the decision. But, the, the of course, this this uh, appellate court returned. No, no, you don't have that. And so it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court and Technofog, whom I think is terrific if you don't follow follow technophog everybody follow him but he's saying that it won't happen nothing none of this is going to happen until after the election so it's not even going to affect the election and he was even saying that if president trump gets elected which he will but if you know he will he will you know be able to pardon himself so the whole thing is really becoming uh moot but i wanted you to see what he posted today and literally he's posted this i don't even know five or six times something like this about the immunity issue he says if immunity is not granted to a president every future president who leaves office will immediately be indicted by the opposing party without complete immunity a president of the United States would not be able to pump a properly function. Deranged Jack Smith's prosecution of President Trump for his presidential official acts is unconstitutional under the doctrine of presidential immunity and the separation of powers. Okay, so what I, I think he's drawing our attention to this, and that is that these presidents, Clinton, Obama, Biden, all these who've done all the Bushes, who've done these criminal acts, we're not going to prosecute them on their official acts. We're going to prosecute them on their personal crimes. Okay. And I think right. that's yeah. what he's trying to draw our attention to. Um, he, uh, it, it just uh, it can't be on official acts. They'll be prosecuted for the personal crimes, not for the official acts. That's important because he keeps posting about it. So these people have, yes, they've done crimes in their official capacity, but we will get them on their personal crimes. Uh, you know, stealing you know money and all all, all these things. And, and so anyway, I just wanted to, I think that's what he's drawing our attention to. What do you think, Mr. Nicholas? Well, possibly. I mean, this opens a can of worms into, uh, you know, in, in, to look into these corrupt politicians because they, they, they're the, you know, they create these laws, they play by the law system, and um, they think they can get away with things outside of this uh, jurisdiction. So, 
I, I think it's important that we look at the official acts and their personal acts as well, and what their what dealings they have with their families and other people, and lobbying with other countries. Very important, absolutely, because the, we don't want people like that who commit personal crimes to be in charge of mine and your country. Let's face it. Right, right, and I think they set up these uh, laws and regulations to to for them to be able to make money off of, but it's the it's the personal crimes that are what's going to get them. Kind of like with the mob bosses, they were they were they couldn't get them on their their crimes, you know, the, on their face, but they could get them on the crimes, uh, uh, tax evasion and that type of thing. So I think that's what he's pointing to. Anyway, we will we will see. I just find it very interesting that he literally has posted about this like six different times. All right, so I wanted everyone to see that. And another thing that's really big that just has happened today, because even as of yesterday, McConnell was still pushing this border bill, which is outrageous. And people have been talking about it so much. And, and I'm sure everybody knows about it. A lot of our people have called their congressmen and just, you know, we've just been you know, barraging them with calls saying, no, this is not, you know, they wouldn't even close the border until it's like 5,000 per day. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous because they're not supposed to have one, much less 5,000. Anyway, so as of today, McConnell turns against the border bill. That is really huge because they normally will make these laws and they're like, if you like it, if you don't like it, we really don't care. This is what it's going to be. And it, just accept it. Don't accept it. This is just how it is. And so now, who I call him McCon man instead of McConnell, he's now turning against the border bill, which is really, like I said, very surprising. So we had this huge effect. So congratulations to all the patriots who uh, called and made a big stink because it was very effective. And uh, um yeah, go ahead. Very interesting, Melissa. Just for the viewers, could you please explain um, what the bill means so that we understand what it means for McConnell to go against the border bill? So what, what is the bill saying here? Prim primarily, okay, so we have a border where you're supposed to not allow even one person in unless they've been vetted and we, they have to go through all of the, the steps. And I know people personally who, who have, have gone through all these steps. It's a lot to, to come into our country. And so what they were trying to do is make a, basically an amnesty bill to recode, uh, you know, redo our code for the border law so that people could come in to our country for, you know, without having to follow any of those rules that have been in place for, uh, you know, ever since the inception of our country. So they were trying to make, and basically they're trying to bring in people who will be in the vote. The whole point of the border open is so that they can have the vote and you know, dilute our vote. So our, our vote is meaningless. The other thing is they're trying to, they were allowing the cartels to come in. With this, they had, uh, I don't have the litany right here of all the things that the border bill was doing, but it was allowing the, basically the cartels to, to set up shop, to set up all this network of of, uh, of crime rings in our country. So we're like, are you out? This is outrageous. There's no way we can't do this. This would really have ruined our country. And so the people in, okay, in the past, you know, I don't know if you remember years ago, Nancy Pelosi, I think this was in Obamacare. She was like, you'll have to sign the bill, approve the bill in order to read it. Remember? 
And everybody was like, how can we, how can we agree to something we haven't even had a chance to read? So for, uh, amazingly, they got the, the, the wording on this and everyone went, read it and said, this is outrageous and ridiculous. So that's, that was, that was great that we got a chance to read it first. So um, bottom line, it's, it's DOA. President Trump <laughs> killed it with his, with his truths. The people killed it with their phone calls, and now McConnell realizes it's over. And so, really, the the big phrase right now is "ditch Mitch," because we got to get rid of him because clearly he's controlled by the CCP. All right. Right. So, so you're saying that we are for the bill? No, and we're, he is. No. no, we're we were against the border bill. Sorry, I need to give you a little bit more history. So they they. The border bill was supposedly a bipartisan bill. Republicans and Democrats had worked all this out. McConnell and Chucky Schumer had worked out this border bill. And and so it was a horrible bill. So basically it's a bill... It's a bill that favors uh, immigrants pouring into your country, illegal immigrants and stuff like that about Unfair. about asylum seekers and they need this and with human rights and all of that stuff, right. pushing that agenda, of course. And there's no security because the, the, what we're saying is that we're against this bill because we don't want anybody just coming in or you don't want anybody in just coming into your country. Like, I don't want anyone coming in the UK. We need to check if they're rapists, if they're murderers, if they're criminals, if they're, you know, drug dealers, because I want to, you know, I, I want my children and your children to grow up in a safe environment, in a safe and healthy environment. We want our countries to be safe. Right, right. Yep, exactly. And we, we need to have everyone vetted. We need to know, you know, who they are, what, what they're doing. Exactly. So that he now because of the pushback this is i guess the point that because of the gigantic pushback that we know what's in it we've read it we're not having it and we pushed back with you know everything we had he had to he had to go okay never mind <laughs> forget it i'm not going to i'm not going to promote the border bill and they're not going to push it so why do you think that's happened? Because they don't usually listen to the people. I and I have know. Heard. That's what they don't. afraid. Yeah. That's but what I think I think there's something going, you know, this isn't historic because they, they, they try, listen to this, they're trying to do everything they can for, for Trump to be indicted, everything to do to get him excluded from this presidential campaign. But yet they are supporting things. They are supporting his policies indirectly by now going against this border bill. And some people say, you know, Donald Trump is still your president. Sometimes I think he is. Right. <laughs> I think so. I know. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that make you scratch your head, right? So I just think that what the what's happened, it, it appears that he the 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 response of the american people and also a lot of senators uh was overwhelming and that he could not stand with the bill when when uh, everyone else you know was not supporting it that's what it appears now i wouldn't you know i wouldn't put anything past them to say this this was their plan all along but i just feel like they've lost he mr mccon man has lost a lot of political capital uh, but the common people over this, so right. So that's really great, and and like you said, this is never this never happens. This is a, a, a Bannon was saying that today too. This never happens. They always just say, like it or not, this is what we're, what we're going to do. We're going to cram it down your throats. 
So this is Absolutely, good. Yeah. very good news. So keep it up, everybody. Keep calling, keep posting. And they, they know how much we're posting about this type of stuff. You know, so they, they realize, you know, with, with social media, they they uh, they know we're on to their scam. And um, they're, I think they're running scared. They just don't know what to do. They're panicking mm-hmm. because they realize we are, we are not, we're, we're awake and we're not having it. So very good. And they were coming all out on the news about, oh, we've got to do, you know, the same, same song and dance they always do. So that was great. All right. So the next thing is the solar eclipse. We had the solar eclipse back in a total solar eclipse. There's annular ones, but this is a total solar eclipse in uh, across America in 2017. This was right at right at the time of the, the beginning of the posting and the beginning of the Great Awakening. So this is seven years ago. April 8th, 2024 is seven years ago from this that we're going to have this other total solar eclipse. April 8th, like I said, 2024. And so which I have known about this and I've, I've talked about that is this why uh, Elon has changed the name of Twitter to X. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have heard people say that this X means there, you know, God is angry with America. God is Xing out America because America is so evil and on and on they go. Well, in my uh, humble opinion, it's not the American people because our country has been hijacked from us. It's the, it's the elite, the cabal that has, has uh, overtaken America that is going to be uh, judged and if, you know and actually the solar eclipses uh, have been a sign for years of of God's judgment. If you remember, oh, what was that movie? The Apocalypse, Apocalypse, Apocalypto, where this uh, they were they were. So it sounds really horrible, but it's a really amazing movie. And they were doing a a, a, a religious uh, sacrifice. These evildoers were back I don't, in the Amazon jungle or wherever it was. And all of a sudden there was a solar eclipse and they realized, oh, the, you know, the, the, the gods are appeased or whatever. They stopped their, their, their evil. The point is for eons, they've looked at solar eclipses as a sign from God of judgment. Okay. So I wouldn't disagree. I would just disagree on who some people say the judgment is against. I don't believe it's against the American people because we're just like trying to get free from these creeps. Um, I think it's the, the judgment on the cabal that has hijacked America for their evil purposes. So this is one, one of the things that was so cool. Connie Anon sent me this. And so anyway, I, she um, I, this is a, obviously Google Maps. And so I plotted out all these places and they're all called Nineveh. Let me see if I can move this over. You can see that's Nineveh, Indiana. That's Nineveh, Pennsylvania. This is Nineveh, uh, uh, New York. This is Nineveh, Nova Scotia. And this is Nineveh, Texas. So look at when you plot this out, this is the, the, the path. And that's exactly the path of, which is pretty cool, the path of, where did I just put it, of the solar eclipse happening just in another couple of months, like two months from now. Hey. Pretty cool. So uh, some people might not be aware of what the, the significance of Nineveh is, but it's in the um, the Old Testament in a book called Jonah. Jonah was a prophet and he um, 
<laughs> it wasn't a very good one, though, because the Lord gave him a job to do, to go to Nineveh. Look at this, uh, chapter 1, verse 2. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I've seen how wicked its people are. And so Jonah hated these people. These were basically Assyrians. They had come in marauding bandits and had pillaged and destroyed and, and taken and all that. And he hated these people. And so uh, Jonah said, you know, I, I'm not going to do it. So he got up, he went in an opposite direction uh, to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. Basically, he was going to Spain. Basically, as far as he was concerned, the other end of the earth. He was just going as far away as he could. He did not want to do this job. And the question is, why didn't he want to do this job? It's because, and he'll tell later, it's because if the Lord is having a sign of uh, judgment against the people, it's because if he's warning them, it's giving them an opportunity to take action and to make changes, right? And so he knew that that that, that you know he's wanting the Lord to destroy them and don't give them any warning, basically. Okay, so I think you know this this was the beginning. But if you look back at this solar eclipse, this one August twenty first, twenty seventeen, that was when basically the Great Awakening started, right around that time. And we started to wake up and we started to share information. And those who are part of this evil system, this evil cabal, have been on notice for seven years that the people are awake now. You better turn state's evidence. You better turn back. You better, if you've been a part of this, this is your chance to get, you know, get, get right with the government. Okay. You could have a chance to do that. And just so happens, oh, I got to tell you this super quick. In, there's a huge thing that's coming out in Houston that this one guy got caught doing some corruption in Houston. Turns out for the past year, he's been wearing a wire to get a lesser sentence. And it's coming out right now that all these people in, in the top government of Houston are <clears throat> are fixing to be exposed for their crimes uh, of, of corruption in our in our city. And same thing. I just I posted something on today on my social media. If you're not familiar with my social media, it's right here. You guys uh, go to freedomforce.live, go to the social media and there's the videos and there's the social media right there. I just posted the same thing happened in New York. A lot of these people are, it's, they're being exposed and they're being brought down. The Fonnie Willis thing, you know, all these people are being exposed for their crimes, which is super cool. Anyway, so he's gone all the way over there. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but bottom line, amazing things happen. And so he's, but he doesn't want to go. Um, so finally he says, okay, I will obey. <laughs> There's a huge storm. The, 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 the people on the boat threw him overboard. He got swallowed by this big fish. I mean, it's like, it's the craziest story you ever heard. But he says, uh, finally, Jonah said, okay, because the Lord saved him. He says, okay, I will go. And this time he obeyed the Lord's command and he went to Nineveh. The city was so large, it took three days to see it all, like 120,000 people in this city. And on that day Jonah entered, he shouted, 40 days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed. So this is why it's so cool that the, that the, the solar eclipse is going over these towns, multiple towns called Nineveh. The people of mm -hmm. Nineveh believe God's message. And from the greatest to the least, they, they believed it. They're like, okay, yeah, this is our... This is what God is going to punish us because we have done some very evil things. Wouldn't it be great yeah. if some of these people, you know, realized what they had done, you know, like, like a Kanye West, you know, who, who, who now you know, said, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of this whole 
evil system, whatever. And, and uh, Kanye is probably not the best example, but <laughs> anyway, the point is there are people who are, uh, who are realizing they need to come out of this. All right. The people of Nineveh believed God's message and from the least to the greatest, they declared a fast and put on burlap to show their sorrow. Okay. So they're all on, on, they don't eat, they don't eat or drink for, you know, all this time. They're like, we've got to get right because the judgment is going to come down on us. Okay. So let me show you Jonah chapter four. And so then Jonah is like, okay, um, here I, I'm going to go sit down and watch God destroy the city. And so then I went back up on the last part of Jonah. Uh, it says the people and the animals alike wore garments of, garments of mourning. Everyone was praying to, earnestly to God. They turned from their evil ways. They stopped all their violence. Who can tell? Maybe God will change his mind and hold back his fierce anger from destroying us. And verse 10 says, when God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he changed his mind and he did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. Again, for those of you who are Americans, God is not angry with America, those who have been abused and misused by these creeps he's angry with these evildoers okay so then jonah chapter four now jonah's angry because he's like i wanted vengeance i wanted these people to all pay i wanted these people all to be an eternal hell fire forever and so the change of plans greatly upset Jonah. He became very angry. He complained, didn't I say before I left home that you would do this? That's why I ran away to, Char to Tarshish, basically Spain. I knew you were merciful and compassionate and slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted isn't going to happen. Anyway, so that was Jonah's response because he was ready for vengeance. And I know each one of us is, each one of us is too. Um, and I do believe the Lord will have, but there may be some who turn back. And so the Lord said in verse 10, you feel sorry about that plant. Okay. Anyway, this plant, this plant grew up, you know, this is a kind of funny little story, but the plant grew up and, and kept him from the shade. And so now Jonah's mad because the, the, the plant withered and died. And so he's like, why are you worried about the plant? But you, and you didn't put, do anything to put it there. It came quickly and it died quickly. But Nineveh has 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for them? And so this great city. So I think the Lord, as it says in First uh, uh, Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not willing that anyone should perish. He wants everyone to come to repentance. He wants everyone to turn back. And I believe that's why the Lord has taken so long, because for us, it's been excruciating. You're like, this is taking forever to get this done. I know everybody feels the same way. I do too. But I think that that's, this is, you know, if you think of hell as an eternal punishment, then the Lord is giving them every opportunity to turn back. And this is a, just another sign. These people know the signs in the heavens. They know about all this. We people, A lot of people don't watch the solar eclipses. They don't watch all these things, but these people know. And then when you add to that the awakening of the people, that they can't stop the people. They can't. They can't get legislation through because the people are pushing back so hard. They're tr uh, tractors and you know truckers everywhere, right? Then they know this is it. They know. 
So the last verse I'm going to read to you guys is the Lord is going to have this vengeance on those who refuse to turn back. I love this passage in Amos chapter nine. It says, strike the tops of the temple columns so the foundation will shake. When you think of the columns, think of the 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 uh, the two columns in these the, these um what do you call them? That hold the deep that, that hold the deep state matrix up, like the yes. big farmer and the media and the uh, you know all, all of these industries. Yes, that as the well. Banks. Yes, that as well as the two columns I believe represent the church and the state. And then okay. those are the two main pillars. And this is what you see in some of these secret societies in their in their buildings. They have the symbolism of the two columns. And this goes back to, uh, I, I decode this all of uh, uh, Revelation uh, 11, where it talks about the two witnesses. These are the two witnesses that are supposed to bring peace on the earth. The government is supposed to, and the church, the religious institutions are supposed to, but they've been hijacked. And they don't do their job. Anyway, I talk about all this in the book, End Times in a Thousand Years of Peace, if you want to learn about that, you guys. Anyway, um, so he says, you know, these columns will be brought down. They're, how they've how they destroyed these, these columns. And we'll have good, the good columns res, uh, restored. So we'll have good government and good uh, religious institutions. Break down, uh, bring down the roof on the heads of these people. I will kill with the sword those who don't survive and no one will escape. Even if they dig down to the place of the dead, I will reach down and pull them up. Even if they climb up into the heavens, I will bring them down. Even if they hide at the very top of Mount Carmel, I will search them out and capture them. Mount Carmel is this high mountain in um, in, in the Middle East, in, the, in, in basically Israel, that you can see from anywhere. You can see the tops of it. I mean, it's like, if you can go up, basically heaven, and you will be captured. Even if they hide at the bottom of the ocean, I will send the sea serpent after them to bite them. Even if their enemies drive them into exile, I will command the sword to kill them there. I am determined to bring disaster upon them, and I will not help them. So there you go. This is no doubt... No doubt the Lord is going to bring down this judgment, but there is still the moment right now is still the time for people to turn back to the Lord. And again, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced this is not judgment on America. It's judgment on those who have uh, hijacked America. The evildoers, yeah. Yes, the ones who have hijacked it. Okay. Oh, there's one more quick thing. One more quick thing. This is from this guy, and I meant to show this the other day in a video, and I I forgot completely, but here's this guy's channel, Colian, Colian, I don't know how to say his name, C-O-L-I-O-N, Nor, N-O-I-R, and he said something really amazing. Biden starts coming out, uh, coming out saying, well, you know, if you want to come against the American government, you're going to have to have an F-16. And so this guy breaks it down. What he's really saying is that you don't have any power against us because we have power over you. And that's exactly what King George said. And look at mm -hmm. us. Here we are. You really want to worry about the government? You need an F-16. You don't need an AR-15. No, I'm not. No, I'm serious. You think about it. I'm not joking. And they're laughing. Because that's one of the arguments made by... Right. That we need to be able to protect ourselves against the government. Well, look. Here. I want you to pay attention to what he didn't say. He didn't say you'll never have to worry about protecting yourself from the government because we would never become tyrannical. Instead, he said, if you're worried about how to protect yourself from the government, there's nothing you can do because the arms that you would need, you don't have. 
then looks smugly at the camera while a room full of literally the government starts laughing. This clip right here you don't need a AR <laughs> is literally why the Founding Fathers wrote the Second Amendment, because they didn't trust the federal government and they wanted to protect the people's ability to protect themselves against a room full of laughing idiots who feel that they can become tyrannical anytime they want and there would be nothing we could do about it, except there's this whole thing called the National and State Guards, which, as the Heritage Foundation does a great job of explaining, this claim misunderstands the importance of the protective role of federalism, in which each state already has well-trained and well-equipped organized militias of their own that can be mobilized and used in tandem with armed civilians. These National and State Guards are better equipped than the entire national militaries of many countries with their own fighter jets, tanks, heavy artillery, batteries, and special force units. And a handful of states even have their own naval militias. It is highly likely that should a tyrannical federal government attempt to impose its will with the might of the American military, these state-level military entities acting under the direction of the liberty-loving states governments could be deployed as a meaningful countermeasure, just like the colonial governments mobilizing existing militias against the British Army during the American Revolution. Joe Biden's statements are nothing more than a bully tactic designed to scare people from even the thought of being able to fight back against a tyrannical government. And if you ask me, it is very, very, very unbecoming of a president to insinuate that the people who elected him to represent them can do nothing to stop him from enacting his tyranny on them. And the fact that he repeats this time and time again is just disgusting. And I think it makes him undeserving of his position as the president of the United States of America on this alone. Say what you want about which party the president belongs to. There's absolutely no reason a president of a country founded on the idea of freedom should be telling the people that fighting to protect this country from a tyrannical federal government is pointless because it's too powerful. The King of England said the same thing, and yet here we are. There you go. I thought that was excellent. Wasn't excellent. That, wasn't that awesome? I wanted you, I wanted you guys to see that and not to worry because we're bringing down judgment on them. We're bringing down judgment on them right now. And what, whether we have an F-16 or not, and they know that we're awake. They know that with one tr truth, President Trump can turn the tide of the people against this, whatever it is, the border bill or anything else. And they also know that the governors are standing with, uh, with uh, uh, Governor Abbott of Texas to secure the border. And that they have these standing militias that this guy was just talking about. And mm, so we could, absolutely. We could push back if we need. Oh, to. we will. We that force. We could have to use that force. So this is a very interesting moment. I think this this timing is amazing. April eighth coming up. I wonder if it's going to something big is going to happen before the election. I don't know. I don't know. I will say real quick that when when this was uh, done. Let's see which one. This one. No, this one. August 21st, 2017, it was not in, we did not start, the Great Awakening did not start actually until October, two months later. We started getting posts October uh, 31st, 2017. So, you know, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be on that exact date, but. But it's around the same timing. Right. And this is very interesting because seven years is a very biblical uh, number, mm -hmm. very biblical uh, period of time seven years yeah. of, of uh, tribulation and we've been through some tribulation 
here seeing all this going on. All right. So I think that's it. Are you ready to pray? And we're going to jet out of here. Absolutely. Let's do that. Thank you very much, Melissa. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Lord, for your word. Thank you for these amazing things that keep happening that show us that we're on the right track. Thank you for, for speaking to our hearts and keeping us in, uh, in the battle uh, to fight these enemies of ours. Thank you. So many people have risen up that they don't know what to do. Um, we just pray that you will um, uh, show yourself mighty to destroy these evildoers. Just like it said in Amos, no matter they go to the top of the mountain or to the depths of the sea, they will be under your judgment and there's nothing that can happen. Uh, uh, nothing can stop what is coming. We thank you and we praise you. And uh, we pray for your blessing on everyone who's listening. Uh, we pray that you will strengthen them, uh, encourage them, give them uh uh, every resource that they need, uh, protect their, their families uh, from any harm and uh, uh, provide every need for them, uh, strengthen their health. All these things we ask in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Melissa. And we'll speak again very soon. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Love you guys. Take care. Love right. you too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.